Hariom, and welcome to Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chimay Mission New Zealand. Hariom, and welcome to Thinking is Free. I am Ishan Chaitanya, and with me I have Akash and Prachi. Hariom. 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 How are you two? Well, yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm glad we've got a, a visitor with us in the room. Yes. Did I say visitor or? Yeah. 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 We have Prachi. She's traveled a long distance to join just us to, on this podcast. Here. Just yeah. to be here. Yeah. All the way from the UK. So today, instead of Akash asking all the questions, mm-hmm. I thought let's do something different and I'll be the one asking the questions. Here's a question for both of you. How has spirituality impacted you in your personal lives over the last couple of years? I think um, given obviously the state of the world and me being halfway across the world from my family, mm-hmm. um, I think I used um, spirituality or what I've learned over the past how many of 15 years of being part of the mission um, as like, I guess my safety net, but also like a power booster to kind of, uh, use with my day-to-day activities and use, use it as a, um, sort of like a strength box to, so to say. So if, you know, we were everybody in lockdown, I was in a small flat in London, um, you know, seasons are going past literally like how it goes in the movies and, you know, you're kind of confined to a small space. You're working. Um, I was working a long, long um, day. And, you know, the mental and almost physical, like, weight that you feel on yourself is so, so strong sometimes. And, you know, you, you can speak to people, but you don't know who to go to at that point because everybody's going through their own turmoil mm. and everybody's going through their own thing. Yep. Um and I think in that case, I really, really looked to myself and I learned a lot of things about myself. Um, and one of the things I think was that sort of resilience that I feel like I've always had, but I used what I've learned um, to kind of use as a power booster to kind of act as a catalyst to even use it even more than I normally would. So using um, things like, you know, speaking to friends as an outlet but really really understanding how I'm feeling and how I'm thinking first so really questioning why I'm feeling and actually a lot of times I would go from you know why me or why this how we normally do in any situation I kind of turned that questioning into how and I fi- I found a lot of answers through that so I th- think that's a really really like you can pull that apart quite a lot but one of the main things I learned is to turn that why into how, because I think a lot of people are asking why this, so why now? And, you know, for me, I'm abroad for an experience, trying to, you know, for work and life in general. And I was just like, why now? You know, just as I'm kind of getting my freedom to mm-hmm. go and do my own thing. And so I really, really pushed myself to be like, instead of why, think about how. So how can I use this experience now? to become become a better version of me. Mm-hmm. How can I use experience and who I am as a person to help people around me? Because mm-hmm. I think we were all away from family, all our friends. So I think we used each other quite a lot to 
you know, rely, relied on each other. Yep. I think probably that's one of the, one of the biggest things that I learned. Okay. Nakash? Um, yeah, if, we, if you're thinking about it in the last couple of years, yeah. for me, spiritually, um, like thinking about in terms of lockdown time, like that was a, I'd have to say it was quite a highly spiritual time for me. Yeah. Um, Cause I was working my thesis and I was looking into the spirituality of architecture in terms of, in the sense of creating a space uh, for Kiwi Indians and like a space where they can learn or be spiritual and what that looks like. So yeah, I think for me, that was like the perfect time um, to just be at home. You don't have to go anywhere you're in a routine, so it's quite disciplined and your mind was focused on, you know, mm. getting the task done. And that was like my spiritual outlet for me. Yep. I was able to practice. And then I think once lockdown, we came out of lockdown and then going back into work full time, um, it was interesting. I've just on reflecting like the last couple of weeks, um, early on in the year, we did like a values um like a values, what do you call it, assessment at work. And before that, spirituality spirituality was like my number one value. Yeah. And without that, I would, you know, I, I couldn't do anything else. And it just didn't appear on my list anymore. And I was like, wow, that's, that's massive, yeah. you know. <laughs> but what was up there was wisdom. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe wisdom somehow relates. But it wasn't like – spirituality in the sense of everything we're learning in class at the moment yep. in terms of, you know, the, the discipline, um, just remembering the, the, the higher and infinite truth, yep. you know? And so do those ideas really help us in day to day life? Obviously, if you ask me the question, I'm going to give a different answer. Yeah. Right. And me being who I am and the role that I play, people may expect a certain kind of answer, mm -hmm. but I want to hear from you guys whether this kind of knowledge really makes a difference or not. Yep. So, so like us, you know, so, okay. So when I finished, like I'm in work right full time and the values aren't, the values aren't there. Yeah. And my life was just becoming like work centered. You know, I'd right now we wake up for the Japa classes at, and at like six, six o'clock to get started at 6.30. I'd be waking up at four o'clock to do work, oh, yeah. you know, and there's so much anxiety and stress built around waking up to get work done, um, clearing the calendar for work. You know, you just put life aside for work. And it just like as much as I love doing what I love doing and that's how I can help the world, it's not everything. You know, and it's not like through coming to class, that's where I was learning that is actually the bigger game, you know. And if you put spiritual, spirituality first, um, everything else gets taken care of. Mm. And so since like, and it's only been since we've started doing the classes in the morning yep. where I wake up and my day starts with doing the japa, you know, and that focuses the mind that I'm my whole day is then just set on like, what is the whole point of today? Yep. You know, and my outlook now has changed to as well is like spirituality is back in it, yes. you know, where it's like my actual goal isn't 
as well as as well as it is to um, make sure I get today's like job done at work. My actual goal is, um, what am I? How am I serving the community through yep. what I do? And so I need to make sure that I'm learning like within architecture and spirituality, so that I can put all these things into the space that I'm going to create. I don't know when, mm. you know, but my goal is that I need to be this person for the community in this many years to come. Yep. So I need to put that work in now. So, so kind of not just getting lost in the work, but oh, yeah. having that larger vision at the forefront Yeah. on a daily or moment to moment basis. Yeah. And it's really just helping me to build that identity of who I want to become. Yep. And therefore the conversations that I'm having now as well. Yep. Like whenever I meet people, just whether it's at work or, out at like networking events and things, I'm talking about architecture and spirituality, you know, I'm just mm. like, this is who I am. This is what I believe in. Yep. And now my life is starting to become about that. And like, you know how I said I'd get up and I just start working. Now it's, no, you get up and you, you do your class. Yes. You know? Like if you can, it's just like what we talked about. It's like priorities, you know. If you can shut down the world for this one thing, why can't you shut down the world for this one thing? Yeah. You know, you're still shutting the world down. It's just you're choosing what you want to shut it down for. Yeah. So, yeah, for me in that sense, like, I feel in the mornings, definitely after class, it's like, it's a good reminder that this is what I'm working towards. Okay. So that you, you feel it does help you. Mm. Okay. Like I've only started to realize this recently. The more I've got involved, like now that we're doing the podcast, coming to class, yep. doing, you know, the more you do of it, because just even before that, it was just like tune into a Zoom class once a week, you know? And I thought that was enough. Yeah. And then starting to do the podcast and then it's coming to the podcast then it's editing the podcast. So you're listening to everything. Mm. And then now waking up in the morning. So it's like, it's becoming more ingrained into the day-to-day of what I do, you know? Okay. Like I'm still doing stuff, but it's just the the bigger lens or the bigger umbrella yep. is there. Okay. Brachi? I, I just think it's interesting that you found different ways to incorporate it in your life. And I think that's one of the most powerful things you can do is like, you know, we always say, oh, you need a class for an hour, an hour and a half every week and once a week. Whereas you would do it every day, all the time. You're living that life. Yeah. But we only kind of come for that one class and then we go away. You know, at one point I was, uh, when I was in the UK, I was doing, trying to join the classes here and trying to do classes there, you know, in the same week because it was all on Zoom. So it was just a matter of that time difference, you know. But like you said, if you can make time for certain things, why can't you make time for this? And at that point, it just gave me that clarity. Mm through my day, through like why I'm doing what I'm doing. Why did I choose to move halfway across the world? You know, but I think what for me, it's, I'm still trying to figure out the daily, Mm. but I feel like what I've learned, like I'm relying heavily on what I've learned in the past Mm. right now to get me through life, right? We always think have learned that knowledge is power. You know, if you have that knowledge, you will be able to do anything and everything, right? And I find that I rely on that sentence so much because every time, like I said, you know, when you turn the why into the how, you 
you go back to that knowledge that you have and that you've learned and that you've absorbed through life. And to the smallest things, like, you know, in certain situations, we, we've, we've been taught to not be reactive. But how do you not be reactive? You know, uh, A happened, B happened, C happened situation, you know. You get how angry. Do you, you get <laughs> angry. And for me, it's like, I don't get angry often, but when I do, <laughs> yeah. it's not pretty for anybody. But I've, you know, I've learned to not be reactive to any situation where it's, mm -hmm. and especially work actually, because like you said, in that time, work became everything. Because for me, I was lucky to still have a job. Because mm. if I didn't have a job, I would have to, I had to come back yep. here. You know, for me, so I put everything into making sure I was learning on the job, keeping my job and continuing to add value in whatever I did, you know, in personal life and in professional life. And I feel like, yeah, it's just, you know, to not, A, not be reactive to any situation, to try and understand people more. And I've, I think through spirituality, I've actually tried to understand other people more as well. Because mm -hmm. you're like, well, if I'm feeling like this, because you've taken a step back from your own situation and you're like, oh, this is, you know, you're seeing yourself from the outside in. And um, I always think, oh, I wonder how that person is also feeling. And if they're actually stepping out or if they're just so consumed in, in their bubble that they don't know how to, you know. And then me and my friends used to have so many of these like conversations. Some of them have been part of, you know, check and things in different parts of their life. And, you know, we always use the knowledge that we've learned, whether, you know, small uh, amounts or you've been part of it for years, no matter what level you are in, in that knowledge or in that journey, I feel like it just, it gives you so much strength to get through certain things. Okay. So I think that reliance on that day to day and then using that knowledge to get through situations, get past situations um, and not suppress them. That is another thing. Like you shouldn't be suppressing situations. You should be learning how to get through them. And I think that's yeah. how you grow spiritually as well. Okay. Nice. Um, so obviously, uh, I guess both of you have the consensus that spirituality does impart a lot into a lot of meaning into our lives. Another question that I felt probably is worth asking is what role does consistency play in helping these ideas integrate into our daily lives? Uh, I think it probably is the biggest part. <laughs> Consistency is key, as they say. I think if you don't have that constant, um, like if you're not in touch with it constantly, I feel like you can, it's not that you are not connected in any way, but I feel like that connection can very it's like wi-fi <laughs> mm -hmm. you know it's you know it's there you can't see it but if you're if you're far from it the connection will be be loose or mm. whatever it's called you know it'll be weak yeah yeah so i think the more you're connected you're consistent with that connection whether it's to people so with like you both you know i enjoy speaking to you both about spirituality and i feel like that's one of the reasons that no matter where in the world i am i still feel connected to spirituality to the knowledge because you guys are learning all the time, therefore I'm learning just by speaking to you. Mm. So I think that connection works, that consistency is key, whether it's with the knowledge itself or through your network. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Like when I used to only come to class once a week, mm. you know, like what, 
um, Brachi's saying, you know, like the, the frequency that you operate on is much lower. So it's it's like the, you know, like the yellow car game, you know, like it's only when you're like, oh, let's play yellow car and you spot, try spot the yellow cars. Yeah. You'll all of a sudden just start seeing yellow yeah. cars. Yeah. You know, but if you're not looking for it or if you're not constantly like reminded of it, mm. you know, whether it's like a, a picture or even a verse or like just remembering that there is like just what your higher purpose is, yeah, you know, then it's easy just to get caught up in the, the day to day because that's your consistency. Yeah. You know, you're consistent in like thinking about the small problem of today, you know, and only when, yeah, like just recently I've started being consistent in the mornings where it's hard waking up that time of the morning, especially if you go <laughs> yes, to sleep. It is. <laughs> especially if you go to sleep late the night before, yeah. you know, and then you start asking yourself those questions like, oh, how long can I keep this up for? Yeah. You know, like I, and am I doing like, you weigh up the positives and negatives, you know, like what is this helping me to do? What is this not helping me to do? I'm missing out on sleep, but yeah. this is really helping me to come become a better person. Yeah. Um, okay, so then what do I need to change now, you know, so that I can still keep doing this? So, yeah, I think we're consistent in whatever we do. We just choose what we're choosing to be, in, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I guess the take-home message is, yes, spirituality will make a difference, mm-hmm. but we need to give it enough time to have that impact on us. We need to be consistent in it, at least for a certain period of time in the beginning before it starts to grow in us. Um, it's not a one hit wonder sort of thing where it's going to make <laughs> yeah, a don't quick think impact yeah. and it's, it's going to solve soundtrack. all our problems. <laughs> it's the soundtrack of life. <laughs> it's not going to have that sudden impact where it changes everything, makes everything good and I can go back to being my That's old right. version. It's not like that. It's a constant journey of growing, evolving. And like with anything, it does require active efforts, not just passive efforts, but active efforts to get there. And always just reflecting as well. Yeah. You know, having that, like what you're saying, the active, I think the active for me is that reflection, mm. you know, and even after you come out of a situation, yeah, you know, recognizing, oh, this is what I learned and this is how I, you know, applied it and then this is what I might do next time. Yeah. Or yeah. the way I might think about it. So. No, so it almost becomes addictive because you're like, oh, I have done this, mm. you know, and you're like, you know what it's like when you're on that path and that yeah. clarity that you have in your thoughts and, you know, how you live day to day. And then when you kind of falter, you're like, oh, you just, you know, how do I get back to that? Yeah. And I think that's that power that it has that it will pull you back no matter what you do. If you have felt it. Excellent. Um, Before closing um, or ending this conversation, I'd just like to share something that Swami Surupananji shared with us while we were having this walk. And this question came up as to how do we become more sincere in our spiritual pursuits and how do we ensure that spirituality actually makes a difference for us. And Swamiji listed out four simple things 
that we can do so that this becomes a possibility. The first thing he said was, we should be regular in our puja or japa. So whatever spiritual sadhana um, with God in mind, whether it's 10-15 minutes in the morning to do your puja, daily puja, or your japa, it must be done. It should not be overlooked under any circumstances. The second thing he said was the weekly satsangs, swadhyaya. So once a week as a group and on a daily basis, a few minutes of reading some higher principle, some higher ideal that you connect with, that you would like to ingrain into your life. The third thing Swamiji said was seva. We have to make time for serving the society because life is not just about us. When we say spirituality, it is learning to accept everyone as they are. And the sim most simplest way to start doing it is through seva or service. So making time or actually allocating time, committing time on a weekly or monthly basis where you say that one week of my hour is for the community and actively do it. Whether it's helping with tree planting, whether it's giving blood, whether it's helping a charity or giving charity mm. or going to the hospital where, you know, is helping at the kids' ward, mm -hmm. something yeah. where you're actively taking yourself out there and serving the community. So seva. And the last one is introspection. At the end of the day, to reflect back upon what we did, how we did it, and how can we do it better. And obviously keeping or bearing in mind the direction in which we want to go. So that will be the measure of, did I do it right? Or do I need to improve? Um, so these four things, Japa Apuja, our Swadhyaya, daily study and weekly classes with a group of like-minded people, Seva on a regular basis, whether it's a weekly or monthly commitment, it has to be a commitment. And the last one was introspection at the end of each day to sit down, reflect back and see how things went and where we can improve. If these four are done, Swamiji was saying that there is no way that spirituality will not not benefit you. Mm. <clears throat> it will. It's a guarantee. And obviously, you know, there's someone who's lived this for 40, 45 years. It's coming from a place of immense experience and dealing with people who have done the same. So, you know, the words of a master should not be underestimated. So that's, yeah, I think that's, that's our podcast for today. Mm -hmm. Thank you all so much for joining us. And thank you, Prachi. Oh, thank for you for having me. <laughs> sharing your insights um, about your personal journey um, 
into spirituality with us. Thank you, Akash. And thank you for joining us. And we'll be back with another session soon. Ariyom. 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 Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission New Zealand. For more information on events, courses, Zeva projects, and study groups, please visit chinmaya.org.nz. Ariyom.